Hi, I'm Christy Chadwick, energy healing, yoga moving, death educating, essential oil using, mental wellness promoting, and self-awareness bringer. Allow me to explain. Since I was little, I would say to my family, I want to know everything about everything. Well, I may not know it all, and I may not have all the answers, but I sure do make an effort to gather experiences, tools, practices, and knowledge. And that's what this is all about. I'm here to share in my own voice about my experiences with healing arts, education, spirituality, and self-awareness. Welcome, e como mai, to the Inward Motion Podcast, the place where we focus on inner healing, inner growth, and inner knowing. Each episode covers a range of topics like mindfulness, mental health, essential oils, energy healing, and more. Speaking of essential oils, I am offering my free everyday healthy habit kit. It is the perfect way to see how essential oils can make your days healthier and happier. Visit the link in the show notes to receive yours in your inbox. Okay, here we go. On to the episode. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Sarah. Sarah is, a pas is passionate about giving women the tools they need to rediscover confidence levels so they can tackle everyday habits and empower their days to empower their lives. She believes firmly that as women find confidence and self-love, they will be better equipped to approach their lives with ease, balanced time management, prosperous relationships, and thriving passions that increase goodness in the world. Sarah is from San Diego and loves the beach and smoothies. Among her favorite hobbies are writing, music, and reading. Here's Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Thanks so much for being here. Hi. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, good. I'm excited to talk to you to get to know a little bit more about you, your business, your practices for self-care and more about, um, your journey on this planet. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I am so excited. These are, these are my favorite topics. So I am here mm. for all of this. Thank you so much for having me. Good, good. Awesome. So for starters, I like to just get into the moment of where you are currently, what you're practicing in your personal life, what you're doing with your business? Um, what is it that you're focusing on right now? Mm -hmm. Compassion and curiosity, especially towards myself. I think, uh, so you can probably relate with this. I'm a very high achiever. I like to have achievement be my main focus. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times with achievers, we are like, giving ourselves not as much grace when it comes to performance. And if it's not a plus all the time, then it can be really stressful and really difficult. And there's not a lot of self-love. It's just not a lot of self-compassion. And so one thing that I'm dealing with right now is just, you know what? It's okay. Everything is okay. How it is. It's okay to put out B minus work. It's okay 
to just pursue my dreams and be selective about the people I let into my life and be very sensitive about where my energy is and be cognizant of the fact that all that I'm going through and all that I'm doing is a choice and my emotions can be respected based off of that. But a lot of just compassion and curiosity in the big and the little things. Yes. Yes. I relate with that as well. And something about the achievement part too, is the perfectionist, right? And where perfectionism gets in our way so much. I, I Mm -hmm. see it so much in the last few years, as I reflect on my work of where perfectionism has stopped me from doing what I want to do. Do you find that that has been true for you sometimes in achieving and accomplishing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, it needs to be all or nothing and it's okay to have an in-between. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay if it's not perfect. I had an experience today where I was uploading some content for my brand and I was like, oh, that's bugging me and that's bugging me. Maybe I should just not worry about this right now Mm -hmm. and just worry about this later. But I knew in that moment, if I didn't post it in that allotted amount of time that I had, it wasn't going to happen today because there's just different things going on today. And so I'm like, okay. And I had just this moment, I was like sitting back and being like, okay, is it better to put this out into the world so it can help somebody in their journey? Or is it better that it be perfect? And I was just this moment of realization of, you know, it's okay if it's not perfect and just letting it go. And so I've really been practicing that, like you say, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there's a story here of of how you've come to this place of wanting to look at curiosity and compassion for yourself Mm -hmm. and for others. And, um, can you tell me a little bit about where, maybe where this first started for you, where you decided that this is important for you in your life to have compassion and curiosity? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it hit when I kind of had a breaking point of just trying to run away from all my problems and trauma that I hadn't healed from. I mean, we all have these moments, right? And I just Mm -hmm. broke down and I was like, hold on. like, (laughs) And so after kind of healing from that and kind of just embracing that no, I need to slow down. I think I realized that my story isn't very unique to just me. You know, um, maybe I did have significant um, childhood traumas or abuses in my past, but it's true that all of us do need to just slow down and take a deep breath, especially as women. That's who I love to help is just women finding compassion and curiosity for themselves and deep diving into what they really want and what their expectations are and if they are healthy expectations how to pursue them and if they're not looking at that with compassion and curiosity and just pursuing that um so I would say you know it just started out like that and then I just love when I'm helping people and just watching all of the stress kind of fall away. Just like you can see their shoulders are visibly more relaxed and their face starts to light up. And when people feel like they're in a safe place and that they are actively working towards somewhere where they actually want to be, they have this radiance that I just love seeing. And so that's when I was 
just decided like no this this is what I want to do and this is something that I want to incorporate into my daily life is helping the world and especially the world of women um discover the side of themselves through curiosity and compassion yeah it's a very uh, important pair that curiosity and compassion and you work with a specific age group of women so can you tell me a little bit more about that and and what you're I guess why you even focus on that. I don't, I don't like to ask the why, but you know, what is, uh, what called you towards, um, focusing on that age group? Yes. Yes. I think that we sometimes forget how much we went through between the ages of 18 and 26. That's who I work with. Um, especially like the earlier side of that demographic, right? I think sometimes we're just like, oh, I was just figuring life out, but then I figured it out. And, you know, I'm in a better place now. Most people don't invest in coaches or um, therapy is getting a little bit better. The younger demographic is adopting um, therapy, but usually people wait to get help because they view struggle as part of their journey, which it is. But that doesn't mean that they don't need or qualify for help. (laughs) It doesn't mean that they are outside of the demographic all of a sudden of um, somebody who would love to have assistance. And so I looked back at at my early years and I just thought, you know what, life would have been so much more enjoyable if I could have just figured out things like time management and relationships and boundaries and goal setting, all of which I like to think I was actually pretty good at. Um, Some more than others, it would have been especially helpful to have somebody say, you know, this life is yours. Like you can live your own life. Um, just different things like that, that I think those are very common themes for a lot of people in this demographic. And you don't see a lot of coaches helping this demographic. And so I just looked at that, I was scratching my head and I said, hmm, I would love to help um, these women between 18 and 26 find themselves, find their self-confidence, find their self-love, get into the habit of self-care especially when it comes to getting help and getting coached and um, curiosity and that compassion that they need so much, especially those tender years when they're growing and developing and making a lot of impactful decisions and just see, just see if it helps cut down on midlife crises, if it helps cut down on um, relationship drama or family drama, or a lot of these things that are going on at this early age or might influence later years. And it's something that I'm just really passionate about and really would love to see more young women, more self-confident and prioritizing themselves. Yeah, that's so perfect. It's, um, it's such a, the age right out of, you know, adolescence when they're coming into their own and, trying to figure out life, trying to figure out the world. And, uh, I remember myself as a early twenties, just going through college and then out of college thinking, I have no idea the next step, but I'm supposed yeah. to know. So I'm going to pretend <laughs> to go that way. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. So, so helpful to yes. have some guidance there. Definitely. No, mm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Do you work one-on-one? Do you have a group practice or what is it exactly? Yeah. So right now I'm working one-on-one. 
Um, but I am super excited because I am opening up a group membership on May 1st. Um, and the reason why I kind of adopted this idea was a lot of women in this demographic sometimes cannot afford one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, but a membership can make it very affordable. And especially since so many women have kind of the same trends, it, nobody is alike. Like <laughs> everyone is different. Everyone has their own path, but uh, many of the themes are woven across um, these, these lives in a similar way. And so that's why I have been kind of uh, really excited about the membership just because I feel like I can touch a lot more people's lives through that mode. Um, and so that will include um, group coaching, webinar, resources, articles, lots and lots of different resources to just help these women find what they need and find themselves really. That is the goal is to help them find themselves and eventually be self-sufficient in all of these different areas of life and very competent in emotional um, intelligence and their dealings with themselves and with others. And I'm just, I'm really excited about the membership, but right now one-on-ones, yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. And I think the cool thing about community too is that they get to interact with one another, yeah? Yes, for yeah. sure, for sure. There is so much strength in numbers, I, and especially for these young women that need those friendships and need those relationships to help bolster them up and give them the strength that they need in addition to fostering their own inner strength. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's also a component I'm very excited about. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, what is your, what's your sort of background story about um, getting into this work in your profession and what have you, are you a life coach? Are you, what's your um, expertise? Yes, yes, no, for sure. Um, and so I'm gonna kind of go back a couple years. I, uh, my degree is in business, particularly supply chain. I have a minor in creative writing. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, how can I incorporate this into my love of helping women this is always a passion that I have had um particularly from my background um I grew up with physical and emotional abuse and so um I, I grew up in a very patriarchal household with all this going on and watching my mom especially not having the tools that she needed and I just said no I never I never want to see this again I want to empower women to be able to empower themselves so that they can, you know, hopefully end up in better situations. Um, and so I do not have a degree in psychology. I do not have, a, you know, all of that typical expertise, but I feel like that is one of my strengths in a way, because I have been in the trenches, so to speak, and then have been able to learn things like efficiency, and working with others and different things from my business major that I have been able to incorporate. You know, we can talk about efficiency and time management for these women, and we can talk about efficiency and healing and all of these different components, which I absolutely love. Because um, at the end of the day, I would much rather work with a coach that has been in the trenches than, 
you know, have just a piece of paper to indicate that they've read a certain number of articles and had a certain number of discussions. Um, not to say that those degrees are not very important. They are amazing. I love all the people that have gone through the schooling and have done all of the hard work. It is so much hard work and I just respect it so much. Um, I, uh, I think, um, you know, from, from my, my little universe over here in this little corner, you know, being in my past diagnosed with the anxiety or the depression or PTSD or eating disorders or all of the things, like I have all the things you can think of on my history, but yet somehow I have found a way to come out and come out stronger and come out in a way to help other women. And that that's one reason why I'm so passionate about it is because one of these broken women is like, that's who I could have become. But yeah, I've decided to take my past and take my experiences and empower the women around me through what I've learned and through what has worked and what hasn't worked for me. Um, that being said, you know, if anyone does come to me with severe trauma, we do not, I, we do not go there. I'm not certified. It is outside my, my scope of practice. And so I definitely refer them to a therapist to work in conjunction with me. Um, because I do have so much respect for those people that have gone through, um, you know, different things that do merit, you know, needing that degree and different things. So definitely, <laughs> you know, it depends on who I'm working with. Um, but from a perspective of somebody who just wants to level up their life and somebody who is just ready to pursue their goals and dreams and look at their life with curiosity and compassion, I do feel like I'm equipped for that and, and ready and enthusiastic to do that. Um, so the, the end goal is to just get um, the individual, the resources they need. So. Yeah, powerful, powerful story. Really great experience of just learning from yourself and teaching from what you have learned, passing it on to this next generation to help empower them with these tangible tools. I love that because it's so helpful when we're in our early twenties and learning how to organize our finances or organize our life. And mm -hmm. how do we do that? And how do we be productive in that? And also how do we relax and attend uh, to our, our self through that curiosity and compassion? So that is so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah, yes, yes, hundred percent. And I love what you like. You were bringing up finances. Like that is something I want to go over in the membership. Let's go over finances. Let's go over emotions. Let's go over toxic relationships and how to avoid them. Like mm -hmm. all of these different topics that we all wish we would have had <laughs> at this age. No, for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, so helpful. Yeah, thanks for doing that work and and for focusing on this age group too. It's very oh, yeah, special. No. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Yeah. So tell me, I guess in the last few minutes, just to wrap it up, what is some of your favorite ways to nurture yourself maybe on a daily basis or in a week? Um, how do you nourish and nurture yourself? Mm, I love this question. I think the number one thing to do uh, for anybody that is beginning or continuing this journey is the um, realization that you need to give yourself permission to rest. 
that was something I actually, it took a long time for me to learn as that um, you can give yourself permission to have rest. Rest is a worthy item to be on the to-do list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And rejuvenation is crucial for longevity and for everything that we want to accomplish in this life. Rest is really, really important. Mm -hmm. And so after we give ourselves that permission and we tell ourselves that, yes, we are worthy for these self-care practices or this self-worth journey, then there's lots of different types. And so I think it just depends on maybe my mood or where in my cycle I am or what's going on in life. I like to be very adaptive um, and not have a concrete, you know, routine all the time, but there's many different types of rest or rejuvenation or self-care. There's physical or spiritual or emotional or environmental to name a few. And so, you know, sometimes self-care can be simple as just tidying your space and lighting a candle. And like that brings, if that brings you rejuvenation, then that is perfect. Um, Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's a really hard, sweaty workout. And other times it's yoga. And other times it's a pedicure or a massage or different things like that. Um, I think that that kind of self-care is most emphasized in society right now, but some other ones that I really like are, you know, social or emotional. So calling a friend or writing a thank you card and just setting that time aside to kind of rejuvenate your soul, um, any kind of spiritual practices, whatever that looks like for you, um, anytime dwelling on your inner Um, emotional state is also really, really awesome. You know, journaling, meditating, all of these are so awesome. Um, So I know for me, all of those are in the running on any given day. Um, And I know that when I start to feel run down, then I need to be prioritizing a little bit more. The, the goal is to have so much of my routine that the running down doesn't really happen. Usually I try to get to it preemptively. I'm not perfect at it. <laughs> I haven't a hundred percent, you know, made sure that I am prioritizing it all the time. Like I should. Um, but I think just gauging um, where I'm at and trying to preemptively just help myself care and make it a part of daily life is a really huge part of my routine and one that I just like to tune into myself and see what my needs are. Yeah. Beautifully said of where there's ebbs and flows in life. There's ebbs and flows in our month. You know, as women, we have moments where we can go forward and rule the world. And then there's moments where we want to step back and sleep for a few days. And so yes, that's okay. That's okay. Exactly. And I love this approach of just seeing all of that with that curiosity and compassion for yourself. So thanks so much for bringing that up. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really, it's been such a joy to speak with you. Yeah. So nice to talk with you too. Thanks so much for sharing your inspiration and empowering these young women. Appreciate that. Uh, Yes. No, for sure. For sure. It is my pleasure.